With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Soul Stream Talk with your host, Rebecca Ann. Your new resource for soul path, past life, energy healing, and astrological information and guidance. Rebecca Ann is here to help you move into greater clarity and self empowerment by offering direct on air guidance. So now, welcome the host of Soul Stream Talk, Rebecca Ann. Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca Ann. You're listening to Soul Stream Talk, and we're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Welcome. I want to wish you a very special welcome because this is the very first edition of this program. We'll be airing every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. And this is a new kind of program for a new era in human consciousness and a new resource for you for exploring all things mind, body, soul, and spirit. Right now, we're in a period that some call the Great Awakening, the new paradigm, the new age, uh, the age of Aquarius, and the concept of this came into human awareness back with the advent of the love generation in the 60s and the musical Hair, which was an immensely successful Broadway production, which really provided an anthem for new consciousness uh, through the incredible rocking music that just captured captured you up in the sound, but also great lyrics that were about having revelations, compassion, loving acceptance, living in peace with different kinds of people, with great diversity, uh, being re- liberated from conformity and able to become the individual you wanted to be. And I never saw the original, but I did see a quality university production some years later. And what was wonderful about it and really struck me the most is that toward the end, the last five or ten minutes, half the people in the audience ran up onto the stage and were dancing and singing with the cast. And it was because the 
feeling of connection and happiness and something new and uplifted spirit was so pronounced and people were so inspired. They just couldn't sit still and had to join in. And um, that is a different kind of consciousness uh, that we're evolving into compared to evolution, uh, which we think about, we learn in, you know, middle school or grade school about cave people and they discovered fire and then they could cook and keep warm. They started developing tools and with tools were able to build structures, uh, rude structures, little shelters, but they did have protection from the elements somewhat. And they were also able with new tools to bring down big game. They could therefore get hides and cover their feet and have warm robes. And as a result of all those developments, part of the human adaptation was we became more upright. Uh, We lost a lot of body hair because we no longer needed it to keep ourselves warm. And... um, We then progressed through history. I mean, we evolved beyond that, and there was a lot of physical and mental adaptation and growth along the way. Um, We eventually progressed from riding on camels or horses to riding in cars, and uh, then there Another much more modern example is a huge consciousness shift that I actually lived through. Uh, Going back to the middle to late 80s, you had to drive uh, maybe 100 miles unless you were in a big city center. I had to drive 100 miles because I was living in a small city in Michigan. And uh, that was to go to what were then called esoteric bookstores and there you could buy volumes about consciousness and intuitive perception and things like that but it was very uh, small amount of material available and it certainly wasn't mainstream Uh, but then that kind of bookstore started becoming a mainstream offering in existing bookstores. And then the big explosion began with the internet. Uh, Talk about a shift in consciousness. You know, what had been you had to drive to and pick up things. Now online, there are you know, hundreds of thousands of books and podcasts and wonderful websites where you can learn about anything metaphysical you might want to. And by now, uh, people uh, who are seeking holistic information, things about energy work, crystals, essences, yoga practice are readily available throughout the culture. I was driving on a trip along the East Coast and there was actually a therapeutic massage and yoga center in a truck stop off the side of the highway in Georgia. Uh, That was unimaginable you know, 20 years earlier, for example. And the whole point of this is that no matter what you call it, there has been an awakening and continues to be an awakening in our culture toward what I like to think of as greater heart sense. 
And I understand that a lot of people are looking for this kind of spiritual, soul-based help uh, through the work that I do. I have three modalities I practice in my day job. One is I'm an Akashic Records consultant. Another one is I'm an energy healer who has several modalities that I work with. And I'm also a full service astrologer. And I've been doing each of these roughly 20 years, except for the Akashic Records I've been doing for 15 years. And what's really critical and notable to me is that I really love helping people and these different practices that I do uh, and thousands of clients that I see are there so I can be of greater help and as a result I now have three goals for Soul Stream Talk and one is to become a new resource for information about past lives, soul path, psychic and astrological information. A second is to offer direct guidance on air to you if you call in. And the third goal is to provide resources for you, links, places you can get trainings, how to find things in your community. And I'll also be having really exciting, cutting-edge guests who will provide you with more information than I can and different perspectives on their basic ways of proceeding in the work that they do. In fact, I just got an email last night from someone. I went through a four-year international healing school called the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, and I just got a message from one of my fellow uh, graduates who has a book coming out in a few weeks and expressed interest in possibly uh, doing a show with you, with us here, so that uh, her her book could and the information in it can be dealt with. And I mean, how wonderful to have someone. She she was ahead of me. She you know someone who's been practicing stuff for thirty years, be able to come forward with all the wisdom and grace. Uh, The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. The earliest human 
Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com. And for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1536 or BonnieGP at AOL.com. Hi, welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Rebecca Ann. We're on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and this is Soul Stream Talk, a new kind of program for a new era in human consciousness, where we're going to be exploring everything mind, body, soul, and spirit uh, in order to expand our, our knowledge. Uh, Apologies, there was a little glitch. The end of the last segment may have gotten cut off. But what's really important uh, about the new era of consciousness I was talking about, or am talking about, and will continue to be talking about every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, is that all number of thousands of people are waking up and going, hey, there's more to life, there's more to my experience than just being a mind and body. I have a soul, I have a spirit, and uh, there's a calling to explore all kinds of things, ranging from crystals and essences to uh, energy work and astrology and messages from the other side. And I know part of this because I work with thousands of people in my day job as an Akashic Records consultant, as an astrologer, and as an energy healer. Um, But one of the really important things to cover here is about, I want to talk directly to younger people, because people born since the uh, early 80s have a greater consciousness than a lot of people born before. There are larger numbers of people born with more intuitive awareness from that era. All the more so are uh, people born in the end of uh, the 90s and in the year 2000. And I know this partly because I work with a lot of them. And uh, so part of what I'd like to explore as we're going forward is what that path is like for these younger people in terms of the types of gifts, uh, which I also think of more as perceptions that they have. And um, just as a side note, because I must, as an astrologer, part of the reason or correspondence that indicates this consciousness 
awareness or higher consciousness awareness in a larger percentage of the population that's being born first since the 80s and then all the more so since the late 90s and early 2000s is due to the action of uh what are called generational planets, uh, Uranus and Pluto are two planets that have to do with what happens to the masses, to the collective, and how we evolve as a species. And they have been in positions that both indicate the greater consciousness of the people born in the 80s, as well as the kinds of experiences those people are having. And when we're talking about intuitive gifts, um, there are several different types. Uh, A very essential type is feeling, feeling through touch, that people touch things and they get a feeling of uh, greater not greater insight, or they get a feeling of what the history of something is. Uh, another kind, and this is huge, uh, with a lot of people, and they don't necessarily recognize. You you might have this in spades, but you don't really recognize that this is an enhanced kind of perception. It's feeling through emotion. So, and the word empath is one of the words that are, uh, really describes this. And that describes people who feel the energy and emotions of the events and the people around them. Uh, One of my clients, she has this unerring sense that she knows when really awful things are going to happen. It's served her well a couple of times when she got out of public places ahead of time because she felt like something was going to happen, and then it did. There was a big melee at a concert she was at, and people got hurt, and she was far away by the time that happened, for example. So it can be for protective purposes, but it also and is a way that people have a lot more... Uh, understanding of what's happening in a given group of people or with just one person. Uh, It's a wonderful thing to be able to really feel what's going on with other people, of course, but it can also be difficult because if there are people who are low and sad and unhappy if there are people who are just exploding all over with too much energy and kind of so hyped up they aren't thinking clearly, feeling that coming in. And there's no clear cut, is this me? Is this you? Am I feeling me or you? And so it can be very confusing and you just end up feeling a whole lot. Um, so that's another kind of perception. Another one is uh, seeing, clairvoyant, seeing with the third eye, being able to see into other dimensions. And a lot of people feel if they don't see, it's not really valid psychic perception. Uh, but that's not at all true. Uh, it's just another type of perception that someone can have. And 
yet another type of enhanced perception is hearing. And hearing is sometimes auditory and sometimes very uh, just an almost like how do you explain hearing phrases in your head but you're not hearing through your ears and you're not hearing actual words Um, that's the experience some people have and what's uh, really pretty critical is that people understand that uh, all of these are normal types of human perception uh, that are growing in the population. So, uh, this is Soul Stream Talk. I am your host, Rebecca Ann. We are coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And it is time for a short break, but when I come back, we're going to go much more deeply into uh, both perceptions, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own path and how I got here. So stay tuned. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Unleash the obstacles that bind you with certified professional coach Joanne Charette, a master practitioner in energy leadership. Joanne can help you break through personal and professional barriers and guide you to a higher level of empowerment and fulfillment. Passionate and dedicated, Joanne engages with her clients on a mutual journey. Her dynamic energy will motivate you to move forward as you partner on a venture to greater results. Isn't it time to make a breakthrough and commit to live the life you deserve? Invest in yourself and let Joanne Charette be the catalyst to the realization of your dreams by making them a reality. Based in Quebec, Canada, Joanne is also a space coach using social media and Skype to work with anyone anywhere around the world. Contact Joanne Charette today at 819-360-3266 or email her at actionrealization@live.ca. 819-360-3266. Now is your time. Welcome back, everyone. This is Soul Stream Talk. I'm your host, Rebecca Ann, and we're on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And before the break, we were talking about new kinds of perception and the 
specific younger populations that are being born with more of that than some of the older people. Uh, But right now, uh, I want to stress three things about SoulStream Talk, that it's a new kind of program for a new era in human consciousness. We're going to be exploring everything mind, body, soul, and spirit. And Part of how we're going to do that is by answering your questions and also offering you direct guidance on air. And I believe I have a caller on the line. Is that correct? Hello, Rebecca Ann. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking my call. I'm Charles. Hi, Charles. Where are you from? Uh, I am from Raleigh. No, okay. I was from Chicago originally. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Charles, do you have a qu- you have a question you'd like to ask? I do. Um, well, and what I'm looking for, I I, I, um, I need to find some more direction in my life. I'm looking for more balance, maybe to live a little bit more in alignment with my uh, soul's purpose. I, I'm just not sure exactly what it is. Uh, I I love helping people out, um, but it's not sure uh, that I'm doing quite what I should be doing. And when you say you're not doing, you may not be doing quite what you should be doing, do you mean in your off time or in your work life or both? Or? Oh, in my work, in my work. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in sales and I, I enjoy it and I do pretty well at it, but I'm just not sure uh, it's, it's doing everything I needed to do. Okay. And uh, have you felt this way for a while? Yeah, for a long time, I'd say. I've, I've done a few different things in sales, but uh, it's, it's generally the same. Um, just kind of feel like, like I'm not, uh, not getting everything out of life that I need to. I just okay. feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm living a little bit. Uh, my work is not really quite comporting with, with what I'd ideally like to be doing. And do you, do you have a vision of what you'd ideally like to be doing? Well, helping people maybe more directly, um, maybe, maybe in a way that is, uh, a little less self-serving, I suppose. I don't know. That might sound a little funny, but I've done I've done reasonably well and uh, and whatnot. I think I've treated my customers right, and you know, it's all my circumstances that I've had with them. But at the same time, I, I feel like uh, uh, the work itself may not be as um, sounds a little hokey, but maybe I'm aligned. So, yeah, or contributing. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I am working with uh, the Akashic Masters uh, as I do this segment of the show. And what I'm getting right off the top is that, one, you have had many past lives where you had a really key role in overseeing and administrating how things went for people in ways that made all the difference in their lives. Like, like, say, if you go back to feudal times, they're showing me a life you had in feudal times where you worked for the nobleman who had expansive compounds and who basically there was no real town except for the auxiliary population surrounding all of the properties and enterprises of the noble family. And you were someone who was in charge of actually figuring out how to organize and administrate uh, distribution of work and you decided or 
people who decided who got to work reported back to you. And um, in many other locations at that time, the person in your position was somebody who was just looking at it as on behalf of the the nobles who who employed you that's who you worked for you didn't really think about the individuals that were affected but you had a really uh, oh you had a really precious sensitive heart and you really cared about everybody that would be affected by your actions and your sense of distribution. So even though you were in a position that could have gone, you know, toward the uh, egalitarian and helpful versus the most efficient without regard for the well-being of the individuals, you consistently, and you were so devoted to this, you, you worked, you know, it was your mission, basically, and you didn't have much of a family life, and you did everything you could possibly think of and actually were pretty innovative about it to uh, set that up and administrate that in a way that was beneficial for all. Win-win would be the modern terminology for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there also... They're showing me just like quick clips of two other times in your life where you had an incredible amount of responsibility and you used your, we won't go into all the details because there's really not time, but it's the same sort of pattern. You had a lot of responsibility for organizing and administrating how things would unfold uh, for large numbers of people. And you did it from a very heart-centered place and in ways that were beneficial for everybody. And you took a great pride in that, but, you know, healthy pride, not like a I'm better than everyone else ego pride. And what they're pointing out to me that is important for you going forward in this life is to understand that one, you wanted a life where you weren't as challenged. Okay. Uh, And Mm. so your incarnation is where you're not responsible for large masses, but two, by coming deeply into your heart and understanding that every person you work with, uh, you can bring an improvement to their lives and joy. It's not so much that your work isn't aligned with your soul, but that it doesn't seem big enough to you. And Hmm, yet the truth is it's absolutely big enough to certainly include, uh, you know, helping others it's more at an individual level and you get to have more of a family life this time around as a result but the truth Mm -hmm. is you're in a place where it's more the awareness that you bring to what you're doing and to realize that whether you're helping on a broad scale or a smaller more individual scale you're really in a position where you make a difference in and really help other people in their lives already. So I very much uh, appreciate you saying that. That's helpful to to kind of take into consideration. I I had thought about doing some, some, um, you know, volunteer work or something like that to sort of augment what I'm doing, but uh, that makes me feel a little bit better about what I'm doing. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I hope that helps you going yeah. forward. I am Rebecca. Well, thank you, Rebecca. Ann. Oh, you're welcome. I'm Rebecca Ann. You're listening to Soul Stream Talk. We're on the BBM Global Network. It's time for a short break. Uh, but when we come back, I'm going to be talking directly to some pretty uh important issues having to do with uh, the development of consciousness. So stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hello, I'm Steve Fagan, and I'm president and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate, to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion, and then together, we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you're fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion, and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan. I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you. Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAndAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701. And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Soul Stream Talk. We're on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I am your host, Rebecca Ann, and this is a new kind of program for a new era in human consciousness, where we're going to be exploring each Tuesday at 2 p.m. on Channel 100, uh, Mind, Body, Soul, and Spirit. Uh I want to stress that this program is here to be a resource for you, a new resource, uh, one where you can get information about all kinds of metaphysical and great awakening things, uh, resources, links, and uh, special guests will add to the mix, providing you with uh, information you can study on your own or resources you can study on your own. And I'm also going to be offering direct guidance, answering your questions, either about your soul path and questions you may have about your own perceptions, or 
any kind of problems you might be dealing with. I am an Akashic Records consultant for 15 years, an energy healer for 22 years now, and uh, I am an astrologer. And I, since this is the first ever show, I want to talk a little bit about my path, how I got here. And um, But part of the reason I want to talk about it is just not, oh, here's my path, but also because I think in some ways it is a typical path in that uh, maybe you can relate to it, that there are different struggles and uncertainties, and yet it sort of keeps coming back along the way. So um, I started out when I was really little, maybe eight or nine. I used to see things uh, when the lights were down. Uh, sometimes I couldn't go to sleep because I felt there were presences around. I wouldn't have called them presences at the time. I mean, you know, eight-year-olds don't necessarily have that language. But uh, all I knew is something was happening, and for me it was pretty scary. And um, fast forward, I used to also very noticeably, like when I closed my eyes, uh, day or night, I would see things. I'd see colors. I'd see, uh, I wasn't sure what I was seeing, but it was something different. And I remember wondering when I was like 10, 11, why don't people talk about the stuff we see when we close our eyes? And of course, I was assuming that's what everyone saw. And I later came to find out, oh, no, not. Uh, I was actually seeing other dimensionally. Uh, with a natural clairvoyance. Uh, but it, it took many years for me to find out that's what was going on. Um, by the time I was 17, still in high school, junior year, uh, I was in a batter of four months, given three different uh books that made an enormous difference in my life. One was a high quality astrology book by the British uh, head of the Federation of Astrologers, I think it was called. Uh, another one, and I stress that it was a quality book because there are quality uh, metaphysical books and others that are more just kind of uh, shallow treatment of things. So I was lucky to encounter a really quality book that really taught me all the basics. I was also given two different oracles, a set of tarot cards with a very high quality book that uh, by Paul Foster Case that uh, he was a theosophist and they included the history of the tarot and the tree of life. Um, and then also the I Ching, which is an ancient uh, Chinese oracle that when you can get past the language, which uh, which is about the superior man and the inferior man, uh, there's a lot of wisdom there. And I did those for about 12 years uh, Astrology, I've never quit studying since since then. Uh, I had um, 
I moved from Michigan to the Bay Area of California to start college. And there, there were teachers and I was able to take a yoga class and I started meditating. I took a couple of gap years in Hawaii where mainly I learned to body surf. But um, then I moved to D.C. to finish college. And there I began finding trainings for astrology and mediumship with the National Association of Spiritualist Churches, which are an amazing resource for anybody who uh, feels they communicate with spirits. Uh, They actually train people in mediumship. They have a certified mediumship program. That's the National Association of Spiritualist Churches. Uh, They're all over the country. And of course, they have a website. Um, There were two such churches in D.C., so I had excellent resources with that. And I also worked at a dojo. Well, work, I wasn't being paid, but I uh, practiced something called Mahikari light healing at a dojo in Washington, D.C. for a number of years. And um, I was also working as an investigator for law firms and also an insurance company. So these were things I was doing on the side after uh, I finished college and started working. Uh, Fast forward to the uh, early 90s, uh, I became acquainted with some much more in-depth kinds of training. I went to the uh, a four-year healing school, and also uh, became a Reiki master. And what's important about this is not, uh, I did this, I did that, but as I will explain to you in the next segment, how I can use these skills to help you. I am your host, Rebecca Ann. This is Soul Stream Talk. We're on the BBM Global Network, and tune in radio. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about how these various uh, skills that I have acquired can help you. So stay tuned. Shafay Weather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather-Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Welcome back, everyone. 
You're listening to Soul Stream Talk. I'm Rebecca Ann, and we're on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And before the break, I was describing some of my path, how I got to be here on the radio, offering to be a resource for you, as well as offer you direct guidance if you call in. And um, as I was saying at the end, what's important about that, there are two things I think that are important about that. The first one, uh, and both of them aren't really about me and what I do, but uh, one is that there, as I was speaking earlier, there are a lot of younger people, especially people born in the late 90s forward, who really struggle uh, with the their perception. And what I mean by that is they per, they may be very empathic and feel everything. They may have a, memories of their past lives or a sense that they have lived other places or other times, and they don't know how to square that with what's in the day-to-day culture that we're in. Uh, they can have a visions of ways the world can be better that seem to be very much in conflict with the reality they see around them. And uh, last but not even remotely least, one of the other aspects is when a young person is really perceptive, whether that's uh, through feeling and being empathic, through uh, seeing and being clairvoyant, through hearing and being clairaudient, they uh, mostly, because they're also just a human kid, they really can struggle with uh, confusion and they don't fit. They don't fit in. They are not the... Um, average person. Uh, They tend to be spied out by other kids as weird. And that is extremely uh, painful and causes quite a struggle. Uh, Like, who am I? And um, it's kind of like the stronger the higher consciousness it is, the harder it is for really high conscious younger people to feel comfortable in their own skin or at ease in the culture and social circle they're in in high school uh, or early college. And I want to talk directly, I mean, this may not be your experience, that is certainly the experience I had. Um, going back to my description of my path last segment is I just finding my way and feeling confident about who I was and that I had something to offer rather than I should go hide under a rock because I was such a weirdo, uh, was a struggle for years and years and years and years. And um, uh, it can be such a difficult path for these kids today. Um, So... I may not be describing you, but if you are a parent or sister, brother, uncle, aunt, grandparent uh, of a young person that you know who is of very unusual and gifted consciousness in terms of um, perception, uh, really you can do a lot to support them and also to find them help so they 
can work with other people, both their own age or adults, to help develop their gifts and to understand who they are. I mean, I had uh, one of my clients um, who's an uncle of a young woman who's like that. I just worked with her last week, and and I got a note from the uncle saying, and she, and the. Uh, the girl I worked with is 17 years old, saying she's so much more at peace. And uh, the reason she was wasn't because of me. It was because getting uh, under greater understanding through the Akashic work I did with her of who she is, why she came here, and how she can thrive going forward uh, enabled her to not feel like uh, she's all alone in the world and give her a sense of going forward. And I also provided her some resources online of young people groups uh, specifically for, you know, psychic kids so they can communicate with and um, connect with other other kids like them. So that's that's a shout out to that. Uh, part of my history is important because I have such a, a feeling for those younger people and I really want to be able to help them not have to go through so, as many years of, uh, oh my God, what am I doing here? Kind of feeling about being alive on this planet. Uh, even though I had a loving big family and, you know, no, no hardships in certain ways growing up, um, it's really hard to be, to be very different and to feel everything when you're younger. So, uh, uh, that's, that's an important, uh, message I'm bringing. And I want to talk about how a lot of the great awakening is all about heart sense. Uh, someone else may have caused it that. I'm calling that that. And the the project before us as, you know, awakened humans, or I shouldn't say awakened, awakening humans, uh, the project before us is to try to bring more peace, harmony, acceptance, inclusive inclusion and functionality to the world and, you know, honoring other species and trying to support their well-being and not, for example, having them be covered with toxic oil or uh, sonic boom testing that destroys their ability to communicate with each other are one example of that. Other examples are, uh, you know, trying to live in a non-toxic way and be sustainable with earth resources. Uh, but some wonderful examples of um, heart sense in action, I think, are we see celebrities uh, pairing with foundations to like bring clean water or electricity to different under, uh, deprived pop populations where they don't have electricity regularly or uh, water. And um, so there's really, it's as much about uh, awakening to, oh, it can be a win-win for everyone in this world if we just uh, start to find new ways to collaborate, new ways to run businesses, new, way, new ways to uh, husband the resources of the planet. So I am on 
the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Soul Stream Talk. I'm your host, Rebecca Ann. And it is time for a short break right now. But when we come back, uh, we're going to have a regular segment on the show, which is going to be Astrology of the Week. Uh, So we'll be right back and stay tuned for that. Intergenerational programming is uniting America due to the tireless efforts of Dr. Ramona Frischman. Retired from the Miami-Dade County Public School System, Dr. Frischman continues to develop intergenerational learning programs aimed to improve the lives of children, young adults, and seniors through unique strategies and public policy in order to establish a mutually supportive agenda. She views intergenerational programs as a resource for policymakers and the general public on economic, social, and personal initiatives that govern our society. Her work bridges the generational gap, providing many individuals the opportunity to explore areas of common ground and celebrate each other's diversity. Contact Ramona Frischman at RamonaLong at AOL.com or visit www.gu.org to learn more about intergenerational programming. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted. And every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. Whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, no, there is hope. There is help. There is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Welcome back to Soul Stream Talk. I'm your host, Rebecca Ann. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And Soul Stream Talk is a new kind of program for a new era in consciousness where every week we will be exploring all things mind, body, soul, and spirit. And that will include uh, dissemination of resources and links that you can use uh, at We will have wonderful guests who are cutting edge in their field, and uh, they will offer another perspective, and I will also be offering direct guidance based on my 20-plus years working with thousands of people as an Akashic Records consultant, an astrologer, and an energy healer, Uh, but Right now, as promised, we're going to do the uh, Astrology of the Week bit to close out the show for today. And uh, the big big event, celestial event, which I'm sure it's hard to have missed, happened on Sunday night, is the full lunar eclipse, also called the blood wolf moon eclipse and supermoon. And 
all of those descriptions, the one that really has any kind of astrological oomph to it is a, a, the supermoon, which means the moon was closest to the Earth. Uh, every year it has a point where it's closest to the Earth and a point where it's furthest from the Earth based on the um, rotation of the planets and uh, the relationship between the, the planet and uh, the planet Earth and the moon. Uh, so basically that just means it's a very strong moon and a very strong eclipse. It was a full lunar eclipse. And one of the fascinating aspects to me was that it occurred in uh, Leo, the sign of Leo, the sign of the heart. We were just talking about heart sense. Uh, and the Leo is also connected with individuation and innovation. Um, there are, I have to say, light and shadow expressions of anything in astrology. It's a conscious choice. Astrology doesn't determine your fate, but it shows what you have to work with. Uh, and what uh, Leo, among other things, has to work with is a great generosity, and I'm going to talk about the light expression, uh, great generosity of spirit, um, doing things for others, and um, this comes from a great heart sense, and they're also really good at being a strong individual. Uh, so, this eclipse occurred in zero degrees Leo. And um, the degrees in astrology matter because, say, zero degrees is the beginning of a planet or luminary being in a sign, and 29 degrees is the end. The One of the very strongest places uh, uh, that something can happen is that zero degrees Leo, and since the, we're talking about the moon and an eclipse, uh, it is activating, that moon is activating a real strong Leo sense and heart sense for the population. So uh, that's all for today. I can't thank you enough for tuning in. I am Rebecca Ann, your host. This is SoulStream Talk. We are going to be here on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio every Tuesday Eastern on Channel 100. And I am so hoping that you got something beneficial out of this uh, show. And I'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and love and light to all of you who may be listening. This has been Soul Stream Talk with your host, Rebecca Ann. Join us each week as Rebecca answers your questions about the issues, difficulties, and challenges you face, as well as all things spiritual and intuitive, here on Soul Stream Talk. been listening to the bbm global network the ideas views and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas views and opinions of the bbm global network company
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.